Listener Production. KickPod acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land in which we're recording this podcast. The Yolukut Wollum clan of the Boonwurrung, who are part of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and extend our respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to the KickPod, your DM on the stuff that matters. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thanks. <laughs> Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode. Of Welcome to another episode. It is a wonderful day mm. because we've got some, I mean, we always have wonderful guests on, but today is a very special chat. We have got Zara and Michelle from Shameless. They really need, we should do their full names. Michelle Andrews and Zara McDonald from Shameless Podcast. They really need no introduction. I feel like we recommend their podcast quite a lot like bi-weekly almost on this <laughs> podcast because we love what they what they do so much and we've actually had like we have a really special friendship with them and we our businesses have evolved at similar times and we've yeah. gone through similar things and it's been really nice to have I think because what we do is so unique in a way you know we we run the business we also are a part of all the content yeah we've started our own businesses without experience before yeah two female founders, two best friends that are yeah. female founders. We just have so much in common and it's been really, it's really special when when you find people that, you know, are going through the same thing and you can have these shared experiences they and support it. each other. And yeah, yeah, I'm very grateful for Zara and Michelle. Yeah, we really hope you guys enjoy this chat. I think particularly if you, if you want more of an insight as to what it's like working with a friend and also, you know, the kind of ebbs and flows and changes of, of where you can be as an individual as well, um, on a business journey. I thought it was really interesting because as you said, Laws, like similar timeline to kick and it was it was really, really nice to hear them reflect. Zara and Michelle, welcome. Hello. Hi. Hi. Fans back together. <laughs> Hi. Hello. Feels like forever since we have done this. When would it have been that we've like when done you launch interviews your book, and stuff? When you launched your book, yes. it would have been on 2020. In, it was in COVID. Oh, yes. Zoom. Gosh, yes. I don't miss those recordings. <gasps> These are nice. <laughs> in person. You have had 50 million mm. down. Like that is, just how did that feel? Like how, <laughs> compared to like, if you if you compare where you were in, tw- when did your podcast launch? 2018. 2018. So literally the same as when we launched the app. Yeah. To where you are now, like 50 million downloads. Mm. How does it feel? And like, have your goals changed from then? I feel so stupid answering this question and I hope you can answer it better than I can, Michelle, because like, I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to work and milestones and things like that, I sort of just let them fly by and be like, it's it's just like this meaningless number that's hard to put a face to, so onwards. <gasps> I yeah. tried to yeah. make it a big thing for I, her. I was you, like, you Zara, actually did. No, it's 50 not million. Like, send her a text message and like, 50 million downloads and she's like oh cool like, <laughs> no it's Come not good on. no and I think and it, that's why these kinds of conversations are very good because yeah. it's like you know what that is like a, it's a lot of years it's a lot of content that we've put out <laughs> and we've put so much work into it yeah. like a lot of our energy a lot of our time so many of our tears oh. like lots of tears <laughs> trying to get stuff out into the world so I think it is it is pretty amazing and I think what is probably even more special and perhaps what we don't give ourselves enough credit for is 
that we still have been doing it by ourselves. Like mm. we still haven't gone to a network. We've still decided to build the company ourselves. And that's been really fucking hard. But we, oh, am I allowed to swear? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. And that's been yes. hard. Mm. I just got rid of the swear word. <laughs> um, but we've done it. How do you, you're, you're a bit better than I. I try and like make it a moment if I can. I just think it's amazing. But maybe that's because our roles in the company are different. Your yeah. role in the company, you, by design of what you're doing, you have a million things on your plate all the time because you're like logistics and operations. I am audience development. So like hitting that milestone for me, I'm constantly looking at that number trying to get there. Yeah, that's so maybe so true. for me with you, that's not what your brain is in every single day. Mm-hmm. Whereas that is where my brain is. So when we hit it, I'm like, finally, it's yeah. happened. Like I'm making forecasts for when we should be hitting it. And at the start of the year for 50 million, I was like, if we hit that in 2022, that's amazing. So to hit that in, it was either end of August or start of September. That was even oh, more exciting. Great. Yeah. What about if we reframe the question then? And I wonder, Zara, if this helps you at all. Yes. If when you were, not that you need help. <laughs> no, no, I, I do need help and in so many ways. So this better be a therapy session. So if in 20, how old were we in 20? Oh, actually, I keep forgetting. You are, you guys are like three years. We we're 28. Are, we're 28. 28. Oh, They're my age. two years. Yes. You're, you're oh, the older sorry. One. Okay. <laughs> so, in, so I still don't understand how old we were at 20. How old were you at 2018? In 2018. Four years ago. Uh, we started it when we were 23. 23. Okay. Yeah. So if you were 23, so when you were finishing up your job that you had before Shapeless, which obviously at Mamma Mia, they had podcasts. So you like saw how many downloads podcasts yeah. had and everything. What if at that point someone came and told you mm. in four years you were going to have a podcast with 50 million downloads? Yeah, I would tell you it's unfathomable. Like that's ridiculous <laughs> uh, for sure. And I think that is actually a very beautiful way to put it because sometimes when I have like rougher days in the job or I struggle with it, I remember this conversation that I heard between Dolly Alderton and Elizabeth Day on how to fail. And they were talking about, you know, tough parts of their job. And Dolly said, every time I'm having a bad day, I try to like tell myself off because if I had have had this conversation with myself 10 years ago to be Mm. like, these are all the things you'd get and these are the downsides, but Mm. this is still what it looks like. I'd take that any day of the week. Mm. So I think think it is a really great way to put it because it's like, yeah, that's ridiculous. I'd take anything that comes with that. Mm. Nice. The average show as well. I remember when we started the podcast, someone in the industry said to us, the average podcast gets 100 downloads in its lifetime. Like podcast show, not episode, show. So is it like total? So if you release t- yeah. 10 episodes, like 10 downloads per. Yeah, there okay. are over 3 million podcasts in the world. So you've got to put it in that perspective to be like, mm. okay, if you're getting 100,000 downloads, you are already doing really, really well um, compared to the rest of the cohort. So I never thought we'd get to 50 million. But now that we're looking at that, I'm like, where's 100 million? Yeah. Like, I want 100 million. Yeah. Yeah. Desperate for it. <laughs> oh, God. It never stops. So goalposts do change, don't they? Yeah. So so where were they when you first started out? Kind of how did you envision it going? Mm. Oh, I think we didn't envisage it going here at all. When we started out, we wanted it to be a cool dot point on our resume. <laughs> not not to show people we could get downloads, to show people we could do it. Take initiative. Yeah launch a show. We yeah. felt like if we went to, I don't know, another media company, say Fairfax at the time, wherever, and they saw, oh, these two writers have also launched a show and they clearly want to go above and beyond in their role. They would hire us as writers. I don't think podcasting was ever the main game. No, and I don't think building a business was either. I think even for the first couple of years of doing what we were doing, we were very much like, we're not going to build a company around this. Like, we are not going to build a network of shows. We are so steadfast in just doing what we're doing. We don't have it in (laughs) us to have a team of people and all of those kinds of things. And I think 
eventually it kind of became a process of elimination to be like, oh, we're still doing this. And you know what? Now we're finally ready to kind of take the next step. And we have been quite slow, relatively slow in deciding what we want in steady. Yeah, I would say so. Because I think, and I don't think COVID or lockdown helped. It, it With hindsight, no. it, it completely trashed our creativity. And at the time, I thought we were going so well. And then the minute we came out of it, we had these big ideas mm. of what we wanted to do with work and what we wanted to do with the business. Mm. And I was like, I wonder if we would have been here two years ago had we not just been stuck inside our homes. But in in many ways, I'm kind of grateful for that because the decisions we make now, I'm like, we've spent so much thought and time kind of making these decisions and making mm. sure it's right. Nothing feels that risky. Truthfully as well, I don't think we've said this before, but it was actually a conversation with Laura. I remember we had in the car. Oh you were on God, loudspeaker in this. my car. Oh, was that? Uh, yeah, yes. you were. You called us. I think... I told you something that we were planning on doing with the podcast that looking back was not the best business decision. I can't remember what it was, but I remember you giving us advice to be like, you guys need to take this on and actually flesh this out as your own thing and actually take the leap to making it a business. And truthfully, Laura, that was the reason we did it. Yeah, for After sure. After that conversation, we looked at each other. No, we're like, I can't remember do we that. Make I remember you business? telling me about that conversation. No, but it's yeah. also funny because yeah. I'm very much like, quite a risk-averse person, ask mm. Michelle. I feel like I'm like Mrs. Red Tape at work. Like Michelle yes. will tell me something and I'll be like, mm, She these. needs to be though because if we did everything I thought to do, the company would not exist. So <laughs> hearing someone like you say, no, you need to do X, Y, and Z, I instinctively get my back up because I'm like, I don't have the energy and time. For, Seems like, hard, right? I'm like, yeah. I can't. Like, don't mm. tell me this because yeah. you instinctively know you're <laughs> being you told knew. the right thing. You both thing. knew. Of course. You knew. Yeah. And that's why yeah. you get your back yeah. up because you know someone's totally. telling you yeah. the thing you need yeah. to hear, which is like you need to do the hard thing for it to be easier later. Totally. Um, and so, But it's enough to plant a seed that doesn't leave you. And I don't think we made a decision straight away. No, I but it was it that Laura conversation we kept coming kept, back that to. That we kept coming back to maybe… Yeah. 10, 12 months later. And that's mm. why I love having you two as well around because it's, uh, like, it, it's a weird industry to be in. It's a weird yeah. place to be in. Two friends, young women, yeah. running your own Australian small business. Like having you two around has some, been good. Some smaller than others. Some, some bigger smaller, than others. Some smaller than <laughs> others because um, you guys are like 10 steps ahead of us. I probably would say more. No, I wouldn't say no, that. No, you are. So to have phone calls like that of someone 10 steps ahead going, this is the path forward, please see it. Like don't be idiots about it is really clarifying. No, but it feels like that. Sometimes I'll be like, we're having this issue. And I'm like, maybe we, we go should to talk to them because, <laughs> and then inevitably you're like, yeah, we dealt with that maybe like a year or two ago. And it's like, great, I'm not going crazy. Like that is something that's normal and fine. I, I remember, Michelle, I'll never forget when you were working with us for a little bit. And yeah. I remember you, you'd gone freelance, Sarah hadn't gone freelance yes. yet. And I was like, you, I don't know what it was. I was like, you guys are going to literally be the most successful people. <laughs> and I was like, get out of your other job. And yeah. <laughs> like, you just need to. And sometimes you need that and external you, belief. You just, yeah. You, yeah, but I think it, it, the hardest thing is a lot of the times when we have had the biggest opportunities arise for kick and we have grown the most is when we have taken the route that is fucking hard, yes. yeah. exhausting, pushes us so far out of our comfort zone, takes a risk, but also I think, Zara, we're quite similar in terms of risk-taking. Like, we're quite careful with the yes. risks that we take. But you do sometimes have to take them. Yeah. Ripping the Band-Aid in yes. business, yeah. rip the Band-Aid. Do not try and make it easier now because yeah. it's not going to be easier later. You are actually yes. fucking yourself mm. over if you make the easy choice today. And that has been a big lesson for us. And and what about as individuals over the years? I mean, Obviously, Laura and I have gone through our own kind of growth in finding our place and finding our feet in in business. You've gone from podcast to business mm. and huge community, everything that you do. It's it's amazing. So as individuals, how has your kind of goals 
um, shifted over the years from where you started? Well, I mean, if they haven't shifted, they've kind of grown out of nowhere, right? Mm. Because I never saw myself running a business. Like, mm. true, truly never. I saw myself being self-employed, mm-hmm. um, freelancing, but I never saw myself managing staff members or having a team or with someone else in particular. So I think it's been an interesting process for me to even accept that, like, we are business people now and accept that this is the situation. It's completely changed because I also, I always said I would happily work for someone for the rest of my life. (laughs) I am like, I was built to be an employee. I follow rules and I'm pretty good at following them. Um, And I liked someone telling me what to do, but that just didn't happen that way. Um, (laughs) Now we're doing this and now I do really like it, but it is, it is incredibly hard. I think one thing that we have agreed on from the start is like, yes, this business is very important to us and work is very important Mm -hmm. to us, but I don't think either of us will ever be those people that are like, A, we want to build this to be the biggest thing. Like Mm -hmm. I am not driven by that at all. I am not driven by size in the slightest and I will not give up my private life. Like Mm. I will not give up the space outside of work for this. Like I Mm. will not eat into that time. It's too important to me. And it's actually made us better at our jobs. Like I think we are better, particularly on the show, because we do have pretty good work-life balance. We do work a lot. Mm. We do have good work-life balance where we can find it. And I think when you're actually living and you're seeing friends and you're spending time with your partner and whatever, it does make you a more entertaining person to listen to. If we, like, (laughs) at the end of the day, Shameless Podcast is, like, the heart of the company still. Like, we have other pillars, of course, and we're fleshing out Shameless Media to be more than just Shameless Podcast. But if Zara and I were working 24-7, we'd get on that show and be exhausted. We'd have nothing to talk about. We wouldn't have read the crappy little stories that we talk about on the show. We need to be living in order to be good hosts of a podcast. Totally. But it also Mm. makes you appreciate what you do do. A whole lot more, Mm. I feel like. I feel Mm. like even if you love your job or it's the right direction for you, if you haven't got any kind of other elements outside of work that fill your cup up, like family time or anything like that that's important to you, you can start to resent Mm. your job. And as you said, if you're on a microphone talking to your community, that's never going to come across. No, come across strange. (laughs) I think the show is probably the best it's ever been right now because we're – the happiest at work right now, I would say. And you mm. can tell. I, well, I think we spoke about this yeah. a few weeks ago. I was like, I can, you just seem so happy in all mm. of your content. And I think too, I wanted to chat to you about, do you think it's because also the world seems less mad? Yes. And there's yeah. less, because obviously with what you do when you come to the microphone, like you share opinions, which when you share opinions, obviously they're always going to be polarizing to totally. someone. We don't all share the whole opinion, same, especially when you have 50 million downloads, like yeah. you don't have the same <laughs> opinions as everyone, yeah. right? I, I Do you feel like the world is a little bit more chill? I don't know how to explain no, it. Just, no, it's hugely so. I'm living myself too. Like we've discussed mm. this, like less of that fear factor. I yeah. think the way we talk about it at work, but, and I think to be honest, it only feels like something's really switched in the last two months. Yeah. Mm. But I was like, I'm feeling a lot of joy mm. around the stuff I'm consuming, the things I'm seeing on the internet. And I feel joy doing this job. And I don't think I'd felt that for like a year or two. It, it wasn't like I wasn't enjoying it, but it was hard when mm. everything's kind of dense online and there's not many good stories around because celebrities aren't doing anything and there's no that like funny meme culture kind of falls away when there's no culture to comment on yeah so for us it's like oh the joy is back in the news cycle for us which means the joy is back in conversations and I do think that kind of filters down pretty quickly yeah I agree I think life was so serious Mm. for Mm. so long no, you can, I can feel, I can just yeah. feel it in listening to you. I can mm. just, and it's, it's so nice. And I think we've, we've felt it as well. What about in terms of like your personal evolution as 
like humans, from <laughs> humans as a way. Let me say people um, from you know when you were eighteen and or when you first started the podcast mm. to now. So aside from the business side of it, just personally, mm. are you the same people? No, no, we're not. We, um, I think I said this on the show a little bit ago. I am far less anxious, which has been a really uh, nice. Uh, and that is so since you started because you. I, yeah. I would feel that your it could be because you mm. share opinions. A literal mm. for me, that's like a ground of anxiety breeding, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, there are days where I feel anxious if something specific happens. But yeah, when I was twenty three and we launched the show, I had like a baseline level of anxiety mm. all the time. I just don't have that anymore. Oh, it's fantastic. And like, I do like telling that story because I wish I had heard more about that at yeah. twenty three. I think at twenty three anxiety and depression and mental illness were becoming more mainstream conversations, but it was still about, I'm feeling really awful right now. That was the main conversation. Instead of for a time I felt awful, for a time I went to therapy every week, for a time I couldn't get out of bed, but I am so much better now. I have such a fulfilling life. Like anxiety really doesn't affect me in the same way. And I think I didn't really hear that story at 23. So I do want 23 year olds or however old you are, you might be 28 going through that right now. I don't feel that. Like, yeah, I experience anxiety like anyone else does. And maybe when I'm on my period a little bit more. (laughs) But like, that's the main difference for me. I really don't overthink things that I used to. I used to go home and stew and my brain would go a million miles an hour. And that doesn't happen. I truly, sometimes I'm like shocked at myself how little I think about (laughs) things. It's funny. And I think the funny flip side of this is that we flipped. Like I'm far more anxious and I'm probably in the space that Michelle was Mm. five years ago. Mm. And that's kind of funny for us because it's like for a time I was not overthinking things as much Mm. being like, it's so fine. Like Mm -hmm. we're fine. We're fine. Mm -hmm. And now it's me. And now it's like Michelle consoling me to be like, we're working through it. And I think that's what's really nice about having like a two-person dynamic Mm. Yeah, is because you have someone constantly there to pick you up. But definitely this job has made me far more anxious. And I I think I can single-handedly put it down to the job. Do you Mm. think that's fair? Uh, Yeah. I I don't think I was like this at all before I started this job. And that's frustrating because I'm like, it's, it's a pretty huge thing to experience because of your work. Like it's a pretty huge thing to happen to you because of your work Mm. and it's exhausting. But again, it's like, well, what else am I going to do? Like it's, it it is worth it. It's just like a funny byproduct and it's not the end of the world, but it is, I think I'm frustrated by that sometimes. Of course. It's an interesting one because it's also a conversation of, I don't want Zara's mental health to be poor because of of work. And like, it's figuring out what are the boundaries that we can put in. Because also I have my anxious days because of the job, having a public job, has its downsides Mm. for sure. But we do love what we do as well. Oh, hugely. And I think what I've learned is that, and I say this to Michelle, it's like, I think I need to just like talk to you about this now Mm. because the things that I'm anxious about the minute, (laughs) I I would honestly say nine times out of 10, I will say, I actually need to talk to you about this right now. Like I sent her a message three days ago. I was like, I need to get out of this room and talk to you. I think your messaging was, I need to tell you something stupid that you'll laugh at. Yeah. And so then I said, these are the things that are consuming me right now to the point that I'm like about to cry. Yeah. And then she was like, and I was like, it sounds so dumb. And then we just start cacking ourselves because when you do get that off your chest and you explain (laughs) the things that are eating you up and someone looks at you and tries not to laugh and not at all in a way that's ridiculous, it's the best thing in the world because you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. And now it's like, I'm trying to find this space where 
I do that straight away mm. rather than letting it eat yeah. me up. But I think it takes me a while to realise that this is like the most irrational thing I possibly could be feeling. I don't know how we do it without each other. Yeah, honestly, exactly. I don't think we it could. Just Because when you're at your lowest low, mm. it's knowing that someone, and, and not that you want that person to be in the lowest low with you, but someone is there that knows exactly that what you're it. going through yeah. and gets it. I think because, uh, like, we never had an intention to kind of do what we're doing. I mm. do think there'll be a part of me that's always, like, somewhat unsure. Mm. I'm pretty confident in what we're doing, and mm. I feel very kind of confident in what are the right decisions and the right ways to go about things. But I do think there'll always be an element of being, like, hmm. Self-doubt. A yeah. Bit. Always. I, I actually think it's healthy. Keep yourself humble. It does. 100%. Yeah. And it means that you care. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And you're considering it alternatives that are not just the one that you want to settle on. Mm -hmm. Like if you're feeling self-doubt in business, I feel like that is sometimes good to be like, let me reanalyze all the different options here. Because if you're just going like gung-ho, 100% about everything you're doing. Yeah, and you can… You're probably a narcissist. Yeah, well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you don't, it's so so like, I don't know everything. That's what experts are for, to consult with people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> And and on that note, now outside of business, mm. yes. because mm. you are you your best friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're very close. <laughs> it's right. so funny, my dream. One person says yes, one person says no. But also a shout not. out to our other best friends, which are equally loved. We talk all day, every day. It's yeah. Fine. Yeah, I yeah. love that you actually asked that question. Yeah. So because <laughs> because you're best friends, <laughs> no, we wanted to do to finish off. Mandy has prepared some type of friendship test so I hear so that's why I wanted to make sure you were best friend before we started. well we still might get <laughs> those questions wrong we should get questions wrong because <laughs> oh no don't set us up no, for that but, uh, but it's true but if, if the, we get the questions wrong then Mandy the questions were bad yeah <laughs> can I say I reckon I don't know if you're going to get them right because I didn't know the answer to a lot oh, of them I was oh like, thinking God. about it okay, well, let's see how embarrassing I'm not. nervous okay Okay, producer Mandy, what's the quiz? <laughs> All right, so this is, yeah, essentially which besties slash business buddies know each other better. It's on. Right? I oh, wait, is this a competition? It's a competition. Oh. <laughs> we, can it. we can do it. We can do it. I talked up <laughs> so much. I just thought this was, oh, God. We can do it. All right, all right. So Whoa. now I'm the, nervous. The way it works is, um, so each answer is worth a point. And Get your head in the game, Zara right. McDonald. I'm on. <laughs> and um, I'm going to reveal the answer with a bit of audio, right? Beautiful. So, Steph and Laura, we're starting with you guys oh, first. God, um, Laura, this question's for you. When or where was Steph's first kiss with Josh? At the river. That's final answer. Wait, wait, wait. Why are you looking at me like that? Do you want to say when? Maybe some more details. I'm sorry. Why? That's locked in, Mandy. <laughs> No, I shouldn't because we're trying to get points. So I will go if that is all is needed. All right. Okay. This is what Steph. Beer eye. <laughs> so our first kiss finally happened when I was 18 up at the farm in the cinema room. Oh, oh cute. Is that detail. incorrect or is no, that it's correct? It's, well, the, yeah, the farm is on the it's, river. It's yeah. the river. When yeah. she says okay. the river, it's oh. also, oh, I, yeah. sorry, I didn't, Manny didn't ask age. She said when. Uh, yeah, she said where? when and where. Mm. I don't realise I'm so competitive oh, okay. about this. Uh, Mandy, I, I, I would like so to mean. say that they get half, half points at best. Because yeah. as an outsider, I imagine River um, outdoors. Oh, yeah. And it was indoors. In fact, I'd argue zero points. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give half a point. There you go. Right. Okay, Steph, this question's for you. If Laura won the lottery, oh. right, what is one ridiculous thing she would spend money on? Like what's something that oh. she doesn't need? Oh, so it's not, it's not like… 
actually a, a nice thing she no. would do. It's a ridiculous a thing. stupid thing. Like a third dog? Or maybe you would do that anyway. <sighs> oh my gosh, would. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel like it would be some sort of like beautiful golden retriever oasis. And this is what Laura said. I a dog spa. Yes! <laughs> And the final one uh, for you guys, Laura, this is for you. Who is Steph's biggest celeb crush? Oh. I literally. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> okay, I know she loves, I love you, man, but I don't know if that's your crush. Oh, um, young blood. Okay, so you're going with either Paul Rudd. Is that who I you think mean? I can only choose one. We need to be fair. Or I think I'd, I'll just go for young blood. And if you changed, that's on you. I can't tell if Steph looks disappointed or happy. <laughs> okay, this is what Steph said. Biggest celeb crush for me is really hard to answer. So I'm going to give her three chances. One would be Paul Rudd, another Harry Styles, and the other one would be Ashley Kutcher. Oh! <laughs> but there is a twist. Hang on. Okay. But if she says young blood, she gets a half point. <laughs> done this. So I think I really gave you chances. I yeah. would say given you said Paul Rudd and Youngblood, I'll say that's a point. Okay, yeah. well, Mandy, that's bullshit. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Pick one? So two and a half out of three is what you guys That's got. pretty hard. Okay. So we're not betting that. Okay. okay. Unless. So yeah. Michelle and Zara. So Zara, this is for you first. <laughs> yeah. What do you think Michelle would say is your most annoying habit? What do I think Michelle would say? Really think about this. What do you mean? Well, really think about this. <laughs> I've brought it up to you recently. <laughs> I'm re- that's so annoying when I do. So, Zara, what's something that you do that you think annoys Michelle? I'm not like annoyed, annoyed. Or I just, just like, find it amusing. Excuse me, how much information are you allowed <laughs> yeah, to give? Yeah, you're meant to sit there blankly. <laughs> Is there a shot clock on this or can I just sit for a while? Um, have you said it recently? Mm. No, no, wait, there's no context yeah, allowed. No, no. I'm annoying about the calendar. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a listen to what you're Michelle says. She just talks about food 24 oh, hours. Yeah. Like, what time I she do. should eat, what it is that she should eat. Is that thing going to be the right thing to tide her over to the next time she can eat? It's all about strategy. <laughs> that is true. I'm sorry. I also am annoying about the calendar, though. You are annoying about the calendar. <laughs> all right. All right. We've already lost. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. We can redeem ourselves. What? Also, Mandy cheated, so. Yeah. I, I, it, it, it's not a fair competition. <laughs> this, this next one can be worth one and a half points. Okay. Love okay. it. Oh, All right, Michelle, this is for you. When is Zara's birthday? Oh, Great. that is so easy. That's July 20, 1994. My birthday is July 20. I feel like Michelle should get that right. <laughs> there you go. One and well a half done. points. Easy. Well, One easy. and a half points. Oh, oh, I'm like, this was fair. I gave Steph the dog answer. I said dogs. <laughs> oh, no, it was going to be about uh, the golden retriever. All right, this one, I'm going to say is the hardest one. Oh, God. So if you get if you get this, okay, the birthday one is one point because that is basic level. Okay, this fine. is one and a half. Fine, okay, okay. All I right, agree. let's do that. Okay, so your current score is Steph and Laura are on two and a half. Michelle and Zara are on one. Yeah. So this will be a tie. A tie. For a tie, and then we will have to go to a tiebreak. Oh, yeah. I love it. We'll be on the spot. Okay. Zara, if Michelle was stuck on an island, mm-hmm. apart from a person, what's the one thing she couldn't live without? What could you not live without? That is so hard. Um, Benj, is be- does an animal count? Apart from an animal. Okay. Because um, I would have got that right if Benji was allowed. Uh, what would? This actually is very hard. 
your Invisalign. <laughs> I would have to bring my dog Benji if that's allowed. If animals are not allowed, I would love to say skincare, but bonus points to Zara if she gets this one. I at the moment I'd bring my Invisalign. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because it's practical. You spend enough money on that. You're not going without it. Every single day, Zara's like looking at me and I'm like, I I need to turn away so I can take out my Invisalign and put back on. Then every day I'm talking about when I need to brush my teeth. And you're wearing (laughs) it now. Yes. I'm not. I've only got on my bottom teeth. Oh, Michelle's Michelle's very good at her Invisalign. I'm doing it well before the wedding. Love. Are we going to a tie break? One question that we have to answer at the same time. Oh, okay. Okay. On the top of your head, Mandy. Steph, this one's for you. So you're going to say the answer on three. So have a think. Steph, what is Laura's favourite meal? Three, two, two, one. Crash Tuna on crackers. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) It's very strange. Very nice. Okay. Michelle, what's Zara's favourite meal? Three, two, one. One. Burrito, burrito bowl from Guzman. If you were going to do it. <laughs> burrito bowl. Burrito bowl. And you like burrito bowl. Uh, burrito. Okay, you get burrito bowls like every day at work, but I thought you'd go for like a ragu because a ragu is your favourite fancy I, food. I know, no, I agree. With, I would have said a pasta, but I thought we were going for the practical. <laughs> yeah, because I went for <laughs> tuna. Crackers. Yeah, yeah, you went for practical. You know what? You guys win and Take we're very out. happy for and you. <laughs> go have some tuna on crosskits to celebrate. <laughs> we'll be eating ragu and yeah, burrito bowls. We'll, we'll be having a good time. I'll join them. Thank you so much for coming on, guys. guys. We could literally talk to you for yeah. like 58 that hours. Blue. Yeah. It's blue. What's the time? Yeah, what the hell? Oh, I'm sad that it's over. Thanks so much. Speak to you it again in the like next year or two. Maybe not so much. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of The Kick Pod, guys. If you'd like to get involved, you can send us a DM or voice memo to at Keeper Cleaner on Instagram. And that's also where you can stay up to date with everything Kick related. And you can download the Kick app on the Apple or Google Play Store or visit keepercleaner.com. And we are also on socials at Steph Claire Smith and Laura.henshaw. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.